Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week I help us consider current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective to help us discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. I'm your host, Pam Christian, and I'm also the author of a multi-award-winning book series by the same name as this podcast, Faith to Live By. And in celebration of my upcoming 100th podcast, I'll be giving away several copies of my books. So be sure to listen clear through to the end to learn how you can enter for a chance to win. If you've listened to this podcast or read any of my books, then you know I'm a charismatic apologist. And as such, my goal is to bring balance between rational thought and spiritual realities. I've met far too many people who profess to be Christian who emphasize intellectual knowledge of God with little to no application of the spiritual gifts. Likewise, I've met many Christians who emphasize spiritual realities without a proper pursuit or knowledge of sound doctrine. But the Bible is clear. Christians are to worship God in both spirit and truth. The balance of knowledge of our authority in Christ and demonstrated expressions of the power by the Spirit is precisely what God wants to see His children operate in today like no other time in history. When Jesus said His followers would do even greater works than He did, that's in John 14, 12, I truly believe he was looking ahead to these very days we're living in. You know, there's a whole group of Christians who don't believe the supernatural gifts are available today. And because they believe the gifts have ceased, they're called cessationists. The second book in my series, Renew Your Hope, Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs, gives ample reasons why the cessationist perspective does not make sense. The New Testament is clear. Jesus gave us his power and authority and instructed us to do the works of the kingdom in partnership with him. Beginning with today's podcast and in the weeks to follow, I'll be emphasizing the importance of Christians around the world to become more fully equipped and engage in partnership with Jesus to see God's kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. You'll want to do what you can to increase both in knowledge, which increases authority, and power, which increases spiritual effectiveness. These are the days God has planned for a tremendous overturning of evil all around the world, and God wants to work His miracles through us, His people. If you listened to last week's show, then you know I was among those invited to Clay Clark and General Michael Flynn's Tip of the Spear two-day conference attended by about 150 Christian podcasters who are investing their time, talent, and treasures to get the truth known as far and wide as possible. General Michael Flynn stated that he believed our gathering was of tremendous historical importance not unlike the meetings our nation's founding fathers had when they planned to break free from the tyranny of Great Britain. Our God-given freedoms are on serious life support right now, and not just here in America, but around the world. And the only authority and power that can right the wrongs is God. And yes, while God can zap anything into existence anytime he wants, as history reveals, God has far more often worked through his people. It's past time for God's people to wake up to come out of denial, recognize the truth of the condition of our world, and take up our authority and power in Christ to experience the victory Christ died to give us. God is our hope, but we are God's army. God's church, the ecclesia, is the only body on earth that can push back evil. If you are weakened or immobilized by anguish, fear, and dread as a Christian, you have permitted yourself to emphasize the narrative of the devil instead of being focused on the promises of God. If you want to find hope and experience victory, even in these horrific days, especially since early 2020, then you need to listen to this weekly podcast, apply the knowledge provided to gain proper understanding, 
and allow this knowledge to transform you into all God intends you to be, so you can wield Christ's authority and power and see God work miraculously through you. Addressing the importance of God's people learning to demonstrate our spiritual authority, Dave Hayes, the praying medic interviewed by Steve Schultz on Elijah Streams, shared it's God's plan for his people to have victory in the midst of crisis. What we need to learn is to tap into God's miraculous provision. As prices continue to rise and food shortages are realized, we will need to know how to tap into God's multiplication power to keep our gas tanks filled and multiply the bread and fishes for our family's tables. You'll want to watch the interview, so use the link in the show notes. With today's podcast, I'll interview Bo Polney, who by study of history of humanity revealed in the Bible and current events, offers us a forecast of potential events with emphasis on this present time leading up to both May 14th and Pentecost, which is June 6th this year. As you listen, understand I interviewed Bo on May 5th for this podcast that will first post on the 11th of May. Recently, Biden announced a food shortage at a press conference in Belgium after attending a meeting of NATO and G7 leaders. Biden stated, quote, With regard to food shortages, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And it's going to be real. Both Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example, just to give one example. End quote. Biden attributes food shortages to the impact the war in Ukraine has had on the supply chain and available fertilizer necessary to grow food. Yet, while Biden blames Russia, multiple fires destroying 25 food processing plants in the United States, many occurring before the conflict in Ukraine, mysteriously take place. What are the odds of so many fires destroying food processing facilities? And more curious is the question of whether these fires are acts of God or acts of man. Since early 2020, people all around the world have been caused to wake up to the fact that we have been lied to, intentionally and deliberately deceived by a group of self-appointed elite who consider themselves the highest authority over humanity. According to their agenda, Openly referred to as Agenda 21, and more fully disclosed in a book by Klaus Schwab titled COVID-19, The Great Reset, who also is the founder of the World Economic Forum, we've been deceived by the government, media, big pharma, big corporations, and more. Organizations such as the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the Global Financial System, the World Health Organization, the Center for Disease Control, and more are part of Agenda 21. These self-appointed elite have amassed tremendous wealth with plans to continue to advance their control over us. Power families have ruled through the manipulation of events to create various crises, to bring fear and willing submission to the masses, for which these same evil elite then come on the scene, presenting their hailed solutions to the problems, all for the purpose of gaining more wealth, power, and control over the rest of the world. These power families and those who consider themselves to be the elite are the most deceived people of all. Keep in mind, when people are deceived, they don't know they are. The very nature of deception means the victims are unaware of their reality. They think they're operating on truth, which is why they will vehemently defend their ideals. There are two categories of people within this self-appointed elite group who are deceived. There are those who think that they are the highest authority, believing there is no God or Satan, which makes them the highest authority and there are those who willingly acknowledge and even worship Satan in exchange for the power, fame, and wealth he provides. We must also note, apart from these elite, the vast majority of people alive today have been deceived by secular humanism that teaches evolution as the origin of all life, making mankind supreme, 
and survival of the fittest as the means to gain power and control. However, the very God they claim does not exist has been continuously demonstrating his love for us by forcing us to see the truth. God has been personally intervening in the affairs of mankind worldwide to bring all who will embrace truth and acknowledge him to experience truth and all the hope, power, and freedom truth provides. Those who don't, their own choices will determine their judgment. To help us understand more, here's my interview with Bull Polney. Bull Polney, I'm so privileged to have met you in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've certainly been aware of your work for quite some time as you've done a number of your own videos on YouTube. You have your own website. But I was especially taken with what I saw with your interview with Julie Green. Now, most of us know Julie Green as a prophet, very prolific prophet, who is getting rapid-fire prophecies. And I thought that the fact that Julie Green, with her specific prophecies, being interviewed by you with your specific timing predictions was a perfect match, and I had to have you on my program to share with my audience. Well, I'm, I'm here, and I'm excited to talk to you, so thank you for the opportunity, Pat. Well, what I want to understand first is you are, I think this is your own coined term, a cycles timing analyst, and specific to the gold and silver and the cryptocurrency markets, but not for the sake of money, which is really the beautiful twist. It's not for the sake of money per se. It's for the sake of waking people up to the truth of God and the kingdom realities in our day. So with that, let me just hand it over to you and ask you to speak to my audience. I really never knew or could put a title on what I did. One day, I got a prophetic word from a friend of mine um, who was a prophet as well, Lois Vogel Sharp, and she she calls me up and she says, hey, you know, Bo, craziest thing, I got a prophecy last night, and it was for you. I'm like, what? And so she read the prophecy out to me. It's actually on my YouTube channel, but it's kind of crazy because God called me out as Bo, my son, the analyst of time. I'm like, wow, that's kind of crazy. So that was probably the greatest moment of my life next to having kids, but basically that's top of the food chain when God calls you out by name. And then gave me a title. So since then, I've always used that title, you know, the analyst of time. So that's how it all started. And um, I love speaking to people and I love waking people up to the truth. I've been awake for a long time and, and I know what I talk about is, is accurate. But there's a lot of people who, unfortunately, in this world are tied in with this system. You know, they, they wake up, they go to work every day, they turn the news on on the way to work, they get home, they try to have the TV on and they're just fascinated by the hypnosis of Babylon. But unfortunately, you know, they're, they're stuck. Uh, and so I'm, uh, you know, I've kind of just out there and I'm constantly speaking of the truth, which is opposite of what Babylon speaks about. Now, when you say the hypnosis of Babylon, you're actually talking about a world system, which we can read about and understand if we take the time to read our Bibles. And it's a demonic system, a demonic world system that seeks to put people in bondage. Let me ask you to please share from your point of view that perspective. Well, um, was it is it Ephesians or states? You know, we battle not against principalities of flesh and blood, blood, but principalities of darkness. You know, so what's a principality in its simplest form? It's a government. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay? and the principalities of today, you know, they're they're just spirits. So the same spirits that occupied the people who let them in, who willingly accepted them and let them in. Okay, same spirits are now in these people that ruled uh time of like Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, that ruled um, Pharaoh. And ruled Hitler and Mussolini and some of these others. And ruled Hitler, right, exactly. So it's, it's not, there's no difference 
in terms of the spirits, it's the same evil spirits that occupy. Uh, the only difference is they're new people, different people. Okay, that might sound crazy, but it is what it is. And when you start looking at people talking on on the news stations and the things they say, like they just don't make sense. And then when you start discovering some of these truths, you can't hide the truth because the truth is always exposed to the darkness. So what are they doing? They're censoring everybody nowadays to not let the truth out, you know, because the truth is nothing but light. Truth is light. You know, truth exposes the lies. Light exposes the darkness. There's no difference. That's right. Absolutely no, no difference. And so that's why right now we are in historic times because, well, this is a historic year. Right. On top of it being a historic year, we're in a historic time frame, like where we're at here early May. And then on, on top of that, you know, God does things, you know, that's called the Ishtar anointing, right? So God does things in his times and his seasons, right? Well, what's been happening since the winter solstice? Every single day is getting brighter. But what are you noticing what's happening out in the media right now? More stuff keeps coming out every single day. There's days when a little comes out, days when a lot comes out, but but more truths, which are what a truce do to, what, to lies, they expose the lies, right? So more truths keep coming out. Why? Because the truth is light. So every day is a little bit more light coming out. And so we're stepping into a time where we're just going to see, we're going to see insane happen here really quickly. Insane can be best described as glory because glory is a double-edged sword. You know, when the glory appears... For those who planted good seed, it's like harvest. So you've planted good seed, like what you're doing, Pam, you're trying to push the word out of God, you're trying to expose the truth. So your ministry will be blessed. On the other hand, those that planted evil seeds, meaning the other guys, right, who are working for these principalities of darkness, right, they planted seeds too, and they had a plan for us. But when the glory shows up, their plans turn on themselves. So it's like Jesus walking in the temple, flipping the tables on the money changers. So what they had planned actually ends up being flipped. And we've also talked about Haman. This is like in the days of Haman. Yeah. The days of Haman, just like, uh, you know, you got the story of Joseph who basically could understand dreams. He's in a dungeon. One of the king's wives tricked him. And then he ends up being in jail. The next thing you know, he comes up and in 24 hours, he flipped the tables, right? Because in 24 hours, he became second in command of all, not some, all, only to answer to the king is crazy. These are stories that all happen. They're all they're not stories. They're actually factual events that occurred. And so when the, my point is when glory arrives, it's going to be absolutely, absolutely awesome what's, what's going to happen. Well, here's what I'd like to do at this point. I would like you to back up a little bit and talk about some of the current events that have taken place. Certainly right now, hot in the news is the leaked document about the potential overturn of Roe v. Wade. But I'd like you to back up even further with current events and help my audience understand your analysis of current events and what it means for us today leading up to this holiday that you've talked about, the Jewish calendar holiday. The best place to start is the year 1620. You know what happened on that date? In November, what happened was the Mayflower landed in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that's a very powerful time point. Why? Because if you add 400 years, you get what? 2020. Why is that a big deal? Well. When you study the Bible, you look at Egypt and Israel, right? Israel, how long were they in bondage? 400 years. 400 years. So if people don't think that's important, you're missing the whole point because Ecclesiastes states very clearly that which has been will be again. So the point is, it's not the exactly the same because you're going to have new characters, new events, but the timing 
is extremely interesting, okay? Because I, I studied time, I'm a time analyst, biblical time analyst, okay? So that time window is incredibly important to me because I believe it's incredibly important to God, all right? And so then you go further on and you study Leviticus. And so Leviticus is a very interesting thing to read. It's Leviticus 25, verse 10. And it says, and you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land and to all of its inhabitants. Well, why is that important? Well, let's look at this again. Well, what happened 50 years ago? Well, three incredibly important things happened in seven, the year 1971. In 71, Nixon took us off the gold standard. Right. Okay, so the money system that we use currently today has absolutely nothing to do with God's money, gold or silver. Why do I say that? Because it's really clear in the Bible. Haggai 2.8, the silver and the gold are mine, saith the Lord. Okay. So when you detach the money system from gold and silver, you have a money system that has nothing to do with God. If it has nothing to do with God, then basically it's a satanic money system in the simplest understanding of it. Okay. So now as of 71, August, they have a money system that's backed by no gold or silver. So backed by them. It's backed by them. Well, who are them? The principalities. Yes. It's just, it's just, think about that. The money system that we use today is backed by them, the principalities of darkness. It's not backed by gold or silver. Mm-hmm. It's really important to understand. So then what else happened in 71? Well, you got Klaus Schwab. What did he start? The World Economic Forum, where Klaus Schwab actually admits that he's trained guys like Trudeau, mm-hmm. who else is on there? Um, what do you got? Bill Gates. All these, he rifles off all these names of people that he basically he's trained. So all these people work for the World Economic Forum. Like it's insane. These people actually admit with what they do and who works for them. It's crazy. So that started in 71. As important and crazy those two events are, they're not nothing compared to this event. In December of 71, the most epic and important thing happened at least in God's eyes. Roe v. Wade was argued before the Supreme Court. So why is that important? Well, because if you understand the Bible, who's the creator? God, what did God say? Let there be light, and there was light. And then so on and so on, and then he created man. He created everything, right? So the point being is, if the creator creates man in his image, and we, the United States, is then founded under the Constitution, is founded under God. And so God loves us. And then what do we do 50 years ago? We allow the killing of his creation. If you don't think that it really hurt God, that's exactly what happened, right? So that event caused God, allowed God or caused God to turn his back on us. If you notice from that event, what do they start doing? They start taking God out of the schools. The money system, they started buying up Hollywood. You look at, you know, what this money system has done and why have they been able to do it? Why? It's very simple. Because God allowed it. In other words, he just let them have free reign. And, and they were just doing what they wanted to do. So the money allowed them to buy up the churches. They got the 501c3. They can tell pastors what they can or cannot say or do. Right. They screwed up the family system. So now the wife's got to go to work. You know, the mother's got to go to work. Why? Because the bills are so high. You know, everything's going up in price. You need to have two wage earners, not one. Now that the mom's at work, well, guess who's taking care of the kids? The state. Oh, fantastic. You know, the principalities are taking care of the kids now. Oh, I love that concept, right? You know, so the money system is now controlling the education system. They control the books that are out there. You know, if a certain book doesn't agree with them, they take it off, you know, the approved list and the governments. Look what's going on in Washington. 
look who's controlling Hollywood and the media. So the money system is basically allowed them to do all this, but God actually, in essence, allowed them to do all this because we turned our back to God by allowing abortion. So abortion is the linchpin. All of these things from Nixon, from World Economic Forum, and ultimately what we just what we talked about with regard to Roe v. Wade, abortion, right? So all of these things just happened to have occurred in 1971. By coincidence? No. Okay, nothing's a coincidence when you understand the Bible. So all three of those things happened in 71. So then we go to read Leviticus, thou shalt consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land unto all of its inhabitants. Well, as of September of 2021, we began the 50th year. So we presently are sitting in and living in the 50-year jubilee cycle as described in Leviticus. So thou shalt consecrate the 50th year, which is right now and proclaim liberty throughout the land. So we are at an incredibly important time point this year because it's the year 50. So what does that mean? It means all three of those things which I referenced, abortion, the money system, no longer backed by gold, and the plans of Klaus Schwab. Just like what Jesus did in the temple, he flipped the tables. All three of these things are about to be flipped. Talk about Jubilee. And this is one thing that the prophets have been saying, that we need to see what God is saying and follow yeah. what he's revealing and not look at the doom and gloom, because the doom and gloom is meant for the three aspects of evil that have been keeping us in bondage. Yeah. And I absolutely love how you've taken time to look through the Bible, do your analysis, lay it over to the current events. And on top of that, we right now, at the time of our interview, we're between the days of Passover and Pentecost, which is 50 days. There's got to be some importance here, some insight that we can gain from being in these days of counting the Omer. What can you share about that? You know, if you've watched my videos in the past, you know, this is such a very powerful time point. I, I basically talked about how May is so important um, with regard to timing, because God's a God of time and seasons. And so what is the most important month of the year when it comes to calculating time. Well, it's kind of interesting, but what I've discovered is there is something called vortex math. Vortex math is kind of cool. When you understand it, you can, people can Google that, but basically vortex math, the best way I can describe vortex math is God's math, and it directly relates to how numbers work. And so everything rotates around the number nine. So if you take like nine plus nine is 18, well, you add eight plus one, you're, t you're back to nine. You can take 18 plus 18, you get 36. You add three plus six, you're back at nine. You can do halving it as well, too. The point being is this is the math that Nikolai Tesla used to create his technology of anti-gravity, how he could power a city for under a couple of cents a, a, a year. Like it's incredible. It's free energy, basically. And this is how you create it with what's called vortex math. Well, vortex math just happens to be uh, the, the, the last number, a pinnacle number of it is nine. Well, how many months does it take for a mother to give birth to a child? Nine, right? So it's not a coincidence. It's by design. So if you look at God's year, God's year began on Rosh Hashanah, September 6th of 2021. So this current Jubilee year, to be really clear, the current Jubilee year that we are presently in began on September 6th, 2021. The Jubilee ends 
as the next Rosh Hashanah comes up, and the next Rosh Hashanah, I believe, is September 21st or 22nd of 2022, later this year. So why is all this important? Well, because thou shalt consecrate the 50th year. So we're in Jubilee. If something big was expected to happen, well, I would best guess that, you know, a lot of things are popping up right now, but ultimately we're waiting, we're waiting for what's written. You know, I'm looking at this as written as what's written in Isaiah 61. This is the year of the Lord's favor, which is the year of Jubilee. It's the year of the Lord's favor and the day of his vengeance. It doesn't say in the Bible, the year of his vengeance, the month of his vengeance, the week of his vengeance. It says the day of his vengeance. Okay. So that I, that line in of itself and that word today is critical because God only needs a day to flip the tables. So there's a day coming here anytime in May into June, because 40 weeks for delivery from, from September 6th, 40 weeks is precisely June 6th. June 6th just happens to be Pentecost. Pentecost. Yeah. No, so it's fascinating, but it's exactly, exactly, not even off by a day. It's, 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 it's exactly 40 weeks from Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. So I don't I don't create this. I just do the math. So that's why, you know, I, I guess I've been called an analyst of time because I analyze time. But it's really powerful to understand all of these timelines. And so there's another critical time point which comes up here May 14th. So May 14th is incredibly powerful and important as well, too, because what happened on May 14th? Well, if you go back in time, you can Google this. You know, Israel became a state on May 14th, 1948. So if we go 888 months from May 14th, 1948, it just happens to be roughly nine or 10 days from now. Now, why did you choose 888? I just did the math. Okay. Again, I don't know that anything's going to happen on May 14th of this year. Okay. But if you study the Bible, how many people walked off the ark into, and then they stepped into a new era? Eight. Well, I know eight is a number of new beginnings when it comes to biblical interpretation it's a number of new beginnings you know, there's eight people on the ark that stepped off of it into a new beginning into a new era eight also where is it the number eight is a number of jesus whose name in greek adds up to eight 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 interesting okay so i don't know what's happening but if you look at the eight uh you have three of them that's that's a trinity the trinity of eights um so to me i just find that fascinating that that just happens to be 888 months from when Israel was proclaimed a state. I don't know what that means, but all I know is that we're in the year of Jubilee. And all, when I start doing the math calculations, uh, if Israel after Passover ended, if it took 20, I believe it took about 20 days to get to the Red Sea and then the Red Sea closed on Pharaoh's head. Well, uh, 20 days to walk to the Red Sea is May 14th. So once again, we get back to that passage in the Old Testament. I'm not saying it exactly correct, but it's the pleasure of a king to conceal things. Yeah, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. There it is. There it is. And that's what we're doing right now with this conversation. Yeah. Well, I find it fascinating, and I think it deserves a lot more study. I think that this kind of information, the revelation... Well, of actually, if I can pause you for just a minute, I want to get, the last thing I want to say about that is second Passover. He Google second Passover because those that were unclean during Passover, there's a second Passover. That just happens to be... May 14th. Go ahead. Okay. Well, it's even more fascinating than what I'd already thought. But I like the fact that we are living in a time where we are as a world, as a globe, people all around the planet are being awakened. Number one, the fact that we've been lied to and deceived for so very long. 
Number two, we're being awakened to the truth, and we're giving a, a chance to choose life or death. This is exactly what's before us. It's a battle of good and evil, and God is exposing all the corruption that has been taking place for the last, what, 50 years or so, as you talked about, since, especially since the adaption of Roe v. Wade. This time has been a time of giving people over to the desires of their heart and allowing these things to take place so that he can show us the corruption and we can make a choice to choose life or not. With all of this being said, Bo, what would you like to leave my audience with? I don't want to just impart information. I want to encourage people to find the direction for success and the victory that Christ died to give us. Well, let's go back to the three items of 1971. We just saw what happened with Roe v. Wade. It's an extremely fascinating and important issue because if God was to turn his back, back towards his children, right? So he's no longer looking away, he's looking towards. So he's now going to show us grace because we've prayed to him, asking for him to heal our land. So God's going to show us grace. Well, what would we have to do before that happens? Because he won't do it unless one specific thing happens. We need to repent. We need to repent. But what do we need to do? We need to overturn the destruction of his children, of his creation. So Roe v. Wade was critical and is critical to the world, to his bride experiencing and witnessing the glory to show up. Because when Roe v. Wade, when this thing flips, it's already flipped. I don't know if it's God in God's eyes, might, this might already be flipped. Okay. So in God's eyes, because of what just happened, okay. This is about to get really interesting because God's about to now fight. You know, so what it says in uh, uh, Exodus, right? Because we're at this point, like this is crazy, but we are here. This is like the moment in time. Stand firm and watch the salvation of the Lord mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the present day Egyptians. So in other words, the Egyptians of then, but today it's present. These, these people in Washington, these guys running the world, okay, the globalists for the present day Egyptians whom you see before you today. Soon you will never see again. This is critical. The Lord will fight for you. So that Lord will fight for you moment is the Isaiah 61, the day of the years, the year of the Lord's favor and the day of the Lord's vengeance. And of course, when we read the Bible, we know that the Israelites who had just been miraculously rescued and redeemed from the bondages and all the slavery that they suffered in Egypt they saw the miraculous delivery and all the plagues, but they got to that point of the Red Sea, and what did they do? They began grumbling and complaining because things looked so hopeless. Yes. That's why right now it's so important, to be honest, have your viewers or your listeners, in this case, really need to just like pray and find peace because there's nothing else to do. We are at the point in time where the Lord will fight for us. Amen. I'm confident my listeners have been inspired by you and... And probably have a bajillion questions. So where could they get a hold of you? How could they contact you? So a couple of things. Um, just to finish up, when this Roe v. Wade thing is official in God's eyes right now, it might be. The next two things are going to flip. Or Number one is the financial system and all the evil empire is about to flip. So all three of these things, which started in 71, will end in 2022. So that's the kind of the way we can close this. And if people want to find me, my website is gold2020forecast dot com or you can put my name in bow and then polney with an n uh, on youtube and you can see my most recent videos and i'll certainly have all your contact information within my show notes this has been fascinating bow and i know that 
this is a cycle that we're looking forward to the crescendo, which should be soon. It seems like it's imminent. And once that happens, we're going to have to look ahead to see what else we need to predict. And I'd like to have you back at that time. Absolutely. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you for having me, Pam. Appreciate it. God bless you. I'm really glad Bo interjected at the end to be sure we understand that God is thorough in all three of the trigger events from 1971, the elimination of the gold standard, the legalization of abortion, and the establishment of an evil ruling class will all be reversed as God intervenes in our behalf. Bo Polney, Julie Green, Manuel Johnson, and Lois Vogel-Sharp were collectively featured in a brief video recently providing specific prophecies they'd given prior regarding the overturn of Roe v. Wade, which will really help fortify your faith in the matter, so make sure you watch the video. The link is in the show notes. At the time this podcast will first air, we are just days away from the May 14th date Bo has identified as a strategic day in God's plan. May we do as Bo suggested and be in serious intercessory prayer, seeking the Lord consistent with Second Chronicles 7.14, which promises, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Each of us is held responsible for what we know. Now that you've heard this podcast, you are responsible to act on the knowledge presented to you. The Bible is clear. As Christians, we are the body, and Christ is the head, and we need each part of the body to do its part to effectively bring God's kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. I trust you embrace the work I do to bring you truth as my part, and I need you to do your part. We're truly in this together. As you hear from me, I'd like to hear from you. Write me and let me know how this podcast has inspired you and what God is leading you to do in His kingdom work. My email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. Next week, I promise to bring another podcast that will explore current events from a biblical and prophetic worldview so we can all know how to experience the victorious joy Christ died to give us. Perhaps there will even be evidence of God's intervention on May 14th that we can explore together. Now, something else exciting to look forward to. In a few weeks, I'll be celebrating my 100th podcast, beginning May 25th and not a single day sooner. You can enter for a chance to win one of my books by sending me an email. Print or ebooks are available for those in the continental United States and ebooks only for those outside the states. The date stamps on your email will be verified, so only emails received from May 25th to May 28th will be eligible. Only one email entry per person allowed. Send your email entry to faith to live by at pamelachristianministries.com with the words celebrate 100 written in the subject line. Any deviation from these entry instructions will disqualify your chance to win. And I plan on giving away five print books and ten ebooks. Winners will be randomly selected from all the entries received. Your email address will be included in our database where we maintain the highest privacy safeguards. Our website terms of use and privacy notice are accessible at the bottom of each web page. If you have benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. In order for me to continue to bring you truth the mainstream media is not bringing that is also presented from a biblical worldview, I need my listeners to help financially support this ministry. Donations are accepted, but they're not tax deductible. But to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books, personalized and autographed for you, 
or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn more about all the products and services available through my ministry. On the checkout page, you'll find the button to use to make a donation. Additionally, purchasing any of the books, products, or services I provide is another way you can support my ministry. And when you make a purchase from my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find a whole lot more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been actually awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. I'm also very active on social media, and I'd love to connect with you there. Be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary e-newsletter. And as a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will also make you a preferred member where you'll receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending on where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him. 